Boom. Beer. Time. Welcome back to Having a Beer with Jer. I'm your host, Jared Parrott. This is episode six. Ah, here to break down NFL week three matchups, get into some games and news and whatnot. Uh, beautiful day out, beautiful day, beautiful night. Beer's ice cold. I'm feeling pretty good already. 9.30. So let's get right into it. Here we go. Uh, first, I want to start out with the, this. We got nine teams that are 2-0, and and we got seven teams that are 0-2. Uh, with that, we also have six quarterbacks this week making their first starts or debuts of their career. We got Daniel Jones of the Giants. Mason Rudolph of the Steelers. I have no idea about Luke Falk, if this is his first start or if he's ever played, but he's starting for the Jets. Josh Rosen in for the Dolphins. We got Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill for the Saints. Probably going to be a combination of both. Now, I broke down earlier, or I said earlier, the nine teams 2-0 and and seven teams 0-2. This works out great for how I want to do things because... For the most part, they're all playing each other. The only we got the Owen Owen two teams. We got the Dolphins, Jets, Broncos, Bengals, Steelers, Cardinals, Panthers. The two and O teams: the Patriots, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Cowboys, Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, and Packers. They're all playing each other in one way or another this week, uh, except for. The Panthers and Cardinals, they play each other, which technically the Cardinals don't have a loss yet. They have that tie, but the Panthers are 0-2. So, actually, the Cardinals did lose. Yeah, sorry. They don't have a win. But uh, let's get right to the first game. We got the Jets taking on New England Patriots in New England. Not much to really break down here other than do the Pats cover the spread, which was like 23 and a half. But the real question is, do the Patriots give up a touchdown this week? They have not given up a touchdown since the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. That would be wild if they go another game without giving up a touchdown on defense. Uh, that's really it for that game. Other than no Antonio Brown, I don't think the Patriots are worried. I think they can do just fine with losing him. So obviously I'm taking New England over the Jets big in tomorrow's matchup. Next one, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going to the 2-0 Buffalo Bills. First time in the franchise history, the Buffalo Bills are going home to the home opener 2-0. Now, I know their first two weeks they played the Jets and Giants, both dumpster fire fucking teams, but the Bills' defense is really good. They're sixth in passing defense this year, uh, so they do have their first test when I guess you could say the Red Rifle Andy Dalton's got the Bengals second-ranked in pass offense, but the Bengals' D is not very good at all. Uh, I expect this game to be heavily favored to the Bills. Now, the Bills are missing their rookie running back, Devin Singletary. He's got the old hamstring issue. He's going to be out. So look for Frank the Tank Gore 
to run all over that defense. He's going to have a big game. He's not going to have any big busts. He's just going to get probably 30 carries. He'll get all the goal line work, obviously, and I think he does very well in this game. Josh Allen's got his weapons. John Brown and Cole Beasley both look very, very good through two weeks, and Josh Allen looks good. And I am taking the Buffalo Bills to go 3-0 and and head into New England for week four, both teams being 4-0. AFC East don't look so weak now, does it? Now we got the next one, another doozy of a game. The 0-2 Miami Dolphins take on the 2-0 Dallas Cowboys. I have nothing really to say in this game other than the Dolphins are arguably the worst team in the NFL history, and and it shows. Now they got Josh Rosen, who I find to be an extreme douchebag, starting, and... One of my predictions for this game is that the Dallas defense sacks him seven or eight times before he gets hurt, and Fitzmagic comes back in. That's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He has absolutely no magic, but he will be back in that game at some point. I expect Amari Cooper to have nine to ten catches with 125 yards and two touchdowns. Dak and Zeke will do their thing. Dolphins, however, I do think find the end zone this week, and they end up losing ultimately 42-13. to So moving on to the next one. We got the 0-2 Denver Broncos going up against the Green Bay Packers, who I despise, and yet I've been wrong two weeks in a row, and they are 2-0. I'm going to pick them to win this week, unfortunately, against the Broncos. Packers and Matt LaFleur look much improved from last year. Their defensive side of things, they look fantastic. Uh, Aaron Jones broke out against a good Minnesota Vikings D, unfortunately, last week, and he broke for 100 yards. I know Matt LaFleur said him and Jamal Williams are going to alternate carries. I don't see that happening. I think it's going to be all Aaron Jones, and I think it's going to be all Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The only way that the Packers have, or the Broncos have a chance at winning this is if Joe Flacco doesn't show up and Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman can run for days. But unfortunately for the Broncos, they do have Joe Flacco and he's going to be under center tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers in that one. Uh, the next one is somewhat interesting for me. Is we've got the New Orleans Saints going into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. It's no Drew Brees, but it's going to be a tandem of quarterbacks and Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. Uh, I think Taysom Hill's just listed there as the quarterback because he's going to be in there to do, like, the wildcat or trick plays and stuff like that. I think Teddy Bridgewater's going to see 90% of the snaps back there. And I like Teddy. Like I said the other day, I think Teddy's fine. Uh, As long as he can be mistake-free, he can get Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara involved, I think they will have a chance to win. But I think the Seahawks, with Russell Wilson, continue to play smart. He doesn't make that many mistakes. He's very good. I love Russell. Tyler Lockett broke out last week. What do you have, 10 catches, 100 yards, something like that? And Big Montana, Will Disley. No idea why they call him Big Montana. I had to give it a bing earlier. He's from Washington, so I'm not sure where they get Big Montana from. I'd have to do some more research on that. I like that game a lot. I think it'll be fun for the most part just with the whole dual quarterback threat, or I shouldn't say threat, but the 
the idea of running two quarterbacks out there. But I think the Seahawks are going to win 23-17. And unfortunately for the Saints, that's going to hurt them because they need to maintain what I think at least a 3-3 and record without Drew Brees just to stay afloat and have a chance at the playoffs. The Saints will go 3-0, and they are going to have to win to keep pace with their division. They're in the same division with the uh, sorry, L.A. Rams and the 49ers, who also are 2-0. Which brings me to my next game is the Rams versus the Browns. That is the Sunday night game. That's supposed to be the main game of the week. Which I'm getting sick of that because it's the Browns every week it seems like. And I'm I'm already done with the Browns. I'm off it. I'm off that train. Uh, they are in Cleveland, which benefits Cleveland because the Rams, well, they're fine as a team on the road. But Jared Goff, if you go and look at his... Home and road splits, he is career-wise, he is awful on the road. So I expect Todd Gurley, it's going to be a Todd Gurley game. You heard it. Todd Gurley's going to break out and finally have a big game. I think Baker Mayfield looks like shit again, and I think that's going to continue this week when he's got Aaron Donald breathing on his neck all night. It's going to have to be a Nick Chubb game for the Cleveland Browns to even have a chance. But... Even that, I don't think they're going to have a chance, and I'm going to have the Rams winning this one 31 to not, or no, sorry, got excited there for a second, have the Browns get their asses kicked again. But no, it's going to be 31 20, uh, all the Rams, and they're going to improve to 3 0 as well to keep pace with the Seahawks. Now, this next game, I put this as my second key game slash favorite game that I want to watch this week. And that is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the San Francisco 49ers. Um, it's the first start of the Mason Rudolph era without Big Ben. I like Mason Rudolph a lot. Uh, I don't like Big Ben. I don't think the Steelers like Big Ben anymore. And this is a big test for the for the guy. It's not a rookie, but this is his first start. He's going on the road to face a 49ers team that looks really, really good. Kyle Shanahan finally has what he's always wanted, like he had when he was with Atlanta. He's got the dual threat running backs, even though he has like fucking 25 of them on the roster. But he's got Matt Breida and Raheem Mostart, both looking really, really good last week against Cincinnati. But like I said, Cincinnati sucks. So let's see what they can do against the Steelers. Uh, However, the Mason Rudolph thing is interesting because, like I said last time we talked about Big Ben getting hurt, He's got James Washington, who they did go to school together. They have the chemistry. I went back and looked at preseason. Yeah, call me fucking Matthew Barry. I went and crunched the numbers in the preseason. They had a huge connection. They had like two, three touchdowns over the last couple of years in preseason games. Like I said, they went to school together. I'm expecting James Washington to catch the only two touchdown passes that Mason Rudolph has this week. I think Mason plays a very good game. I think he's going to throw over 300 yards. James Washington's going to get the two touchdowns. Vance McDonald looked good with him last week, scoring two touchdowns. I think Juju's going to be the forgetting man out of the three, which is shocking because he's supposed to be the new number one. It'll be interesting to see how that goes going forward. If he's not getting the ball again this week, if James and Vance get the ball, they go to 0-3. Is Juju going to be the next one to start bitching? And what is Mike Tomlin going to do with that when that comes? Uh, well, it's not going to be Mike Tomlin. I think the ownership will have to find someone else to come in there and get some fucking control over that team. But I think Jimmy G 
the two running backs. Uh, I think George Kittle's due to have a breakout game finally. Uh, Debo Samuel had like five catches. Yeah, he's on my fantasy team, so I did see that. He's going to sit on my bench again this week. But, yeah, he had five uh, touches. He got, a, he got an end zone grab, so he got his first career touchdown. And I think it's going to be a very, very fun and uh, interesting game to watch. Uh, but I'm going to go with the 49ers winning 27-23 in a very, very good game. That brings me to what I think, and I think everybody thinks that this is going to be the game of the, the game of the week. And that is the Ravens and the Chiefs, both 2-0. Yeah, hold on one sec. Yeah, I got the Baltimore Ravens 2-0. The Kansas City Chiefs 2-0. Uh, both high-powered offenses, apparently, which I don't think anyone thought that Lamar was going to be this high power because he couldn't throw the ball. Everyone says he's not a thrower. He's not just going to run. He's going to be a running back. He's going to get hurt, all this. The dude's been in the pocket. He's throwing it. He does run a lot. He had 100 yards last week. But this is what I think the game's going to come down to. I think Baltimore Ravens are going to shock everybody and end the streak that is the record of the NFL. I don't even know what the number is. I just saw the headline of it. But I think the Chiefs' streak of scoring 25 points or more ends this week against the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is going to be a very... Shocking low-scoring game, and it's it's just going to be different from what everyone thinks. Everyone I talk to says it's going to be high-scoring. It's going to be flashy. I think it's still going to be flashy and exciting, but I think it's going to be like a playoff atmosphere-type game. And I think the Ravens are going to hold Pat Mahomes in Kansas City to 23 points. They're going to keep them under 25. Unfortunately for the Ravens, I only have them scoring 17. So it's going to be a very, very, very good game. I'm extremely excited. This is a game I wish they could flex, but they're not going to because i much rather watch this game than the Rams and the Browns. Um, but the, some of the guys on Kansas City I'm most looking forward to seeing again is like Mikel Hardman. And Demarcus Robinson, what are they going to do? Are they going to repeat what they did last week? Probably not. Definitely not Demarcus. And if he does, that'd be wild. Uh, their running game is a little banged up. I think Shady McCoy is going to be the starting running back this week. So it's going to be a fun game. Low scoring. I'll probably be wrong. I'll probably look back after the end of the day, and I'll probably be like forty-one to thirty-five. But I'm hoping for a low scoring game just so we can see somebody stop Pat Mahomes because it doesn't seem like anybody can. Not even the Patriots, even though they beat them. But Patriots gave up 50 points against them, didn't they? Uh, um, some other news. Oh, actually, no, that's it for those games. But the, Oh, whoops, sorry, I forgot one. The Cardinals and Panthers. I don't really give a fuck about that game. No Cam Newton. You got Kyler Murray versus Kyle Allen. The game is what it is. I really don't care about that game at all. I think the Cardinals are going to win that one. And that was pretty much it for the breakdown of the games this week. But I'm looking excited. I'm excited for some of the games this week. Um, Definitely, if you don't have the red zone, I would tune into the red zone because if you're from New England, you're going to get stuck 
watching the fucking ass whooping that the Patriots are going to put on the Jets. That game's already over. It's already over. Uh, more interested to see if Belichick will take out Tom this week. Last week he didn't take Tom out, and he was still throwing the ball up 35. But, I mean, when's enough enough? I mean, if it shows you're running up the score, does it uh, give the other team a little fire, a little pissed off to try to get in there and get Tom, take him out by the legs, and you get a whole situation like 08? Got to be smart, Billy boy. But I know Tom doesn't like to come out of the game either. So, like I said, if you don't, if you want to get the red zone, it's cheap. If you got it, if you got a chance to get it, it's like ten bucks. I got it. I'll be watching it. I'll be drinking beers, eating snacks, and all that good stuff. If anybody wants to come watch the red zone with me tomorrow, my door will be open at twelve. Bring some beers. Bring some snacks. And uh, let me know what you guys think about some of the games that you're most looking forward to seeing tomorrow. On the uh, Facebook group page or on Twitter or whatever. Who gives a shit? None of you guys fucking respond to anything anyways. So enjoy your night and enjoy Football Sunday. I'm out.